0: Welcome to Intuitive Astrology with Molly McCord. Thank you so much for joining me as we are now officially in Aries season, the beginning of the zodiac cycle where new starts, fresh beginnings, and even more energy is coming in to support us in the new endeavors that are calling to us. We have the sun in Aries now, yet it might feel like it's more of a muted, softer Aries season because we still have a stellium of planets in Pisces, as well as Mars, Venus, and Saturn in Aquarius. So we have an interesting lineup of energies right now that are opening us up to the new beginnings that we want, we desire, we can feel it, yet it might feel like there's still a lot in motion, that there's things moving around, it hasn't quite all gelled or come together, but you can feel the new energy coming in and coming through. This energy is going to become more prominent as we have the Aries new moon on April 1st, which kickstarts the lunar cycle of new energies and will bring in even more beginnings and what you're ready to initiate. So we're going to talk about what is unfolding over this next week as we close out the month of March. We're going to discuss what is happening from March 23rd until March 31st and how the energies in the cosmos may be affecting us in a very big way. Now, I do want to call out that we've had a lot of solar activity lately. There have been many solar flares, as well as coronial mass ejections from the sun. And those are energies that affect us and our magnetic energy fields here on the planet. So when the sun has these giant bursts of energy that come towards Earth, we feel it. We feel it in our energy fields, in our emotional bodies. It does affect the grid, the satellites, our electronics and technology. Basically, all the things that are speaking to each other through various electronic waves are affected by these energies from the sun. And this is why sometimes we can have parts of the power grid affected when there is big activity from the sun. Satellites get knocked out. It can take longer for your phone or electronics to make that internet connection. It essentially disrupts our typical communication styles and standards that we're used to, but then energetically we feel it. And when we have these big energies and these big impacts, we feel it in our emotional selves, in our physical selves. It's why you can feel really tired at times. You can feel like there's a lot of energy that you're feeling or sensing, especially if you are a highly sensitive person or an empath. And also, if your energy is really clear and open, you're going to feel those incoming flares as well. So keep this in mind that there is a lot we're dealing with that it's very dynamic. It's this energy that we can't always understand, but we're feeling it, we're sensing it, it's making an impact, and it can certainly affect you physically, emotionally, and energetically. Now, in this podcast, I discuss astrology through the lens of Western tropical astrology. And at this time, with the sun in Aries, the sun is very strong in Aries. It is exalted. It is robust, confident, Determined. It is very alive with new energy. And so we have that supporting us as we move through the end of March here. And it's showing us more of what we're ready to open up to and to birth. Because Aries is the first sign of the zodiac, it's essentially showing us where we're ready to gather our energy back to ourselves after the Pisces energies. After a full cycle is complete and you gather energy back to yourself and come back home to yourself and understand more of who you are now, what you desire, what you want, what you need, what supports your self-identity, what is true for you, and how does that awaken you to more of your own life, to more of what you're creating. The Aries energy wants to create. It wants to make something new, make something happen. It's about motivation and inspiration. All of the fire signs are also about growth, spiritual growth intentional growth, growth of your self-identity and what you're capable of, how this growth helps you know yourself even more. So we have this inspiring energy that wants us to go forward, wants us to begin, to create, to get something going. And yet at the same time, we have these energies behind the sun. So we have the influence of Mars Venus, and Saturn, all in Aquarius. And Mars is important because Mars is the ruler of Aries. So if you think of the sun in Aries as the chef, Mars, the ruling planet, is the sous chef, is the energy that helps support what the sun wants to activate and create. Now, Mars in Aquarius is still traveling with Venus, although they are separating now by degree, they're separating apart as Venus travels forward at a slightly faster pace. And this Mars in Aquarius is the visionary, opening you up to more that is possible in your life, in the world, what you can contribute, what you can participate in. It opens us up to more people, more of like mind, of similar frequency, but more Mars is about action, what we do about it, what we make of it, where we're really showing up and moving things forward or getting things done. So typically Mars in Aquarius is a visionary but can have a one-track mind and can be very focused on a particular direction or outcome. So this energy is showing you more of where you want to go, perhaps more of what is possible, but there's something about this time period that we're in that we're actually meant to manage anything that we're fixated on. That's because we also have this strong Pisces influence right now, which I'll get to in just a moment. But it's important to note that with the strong Aquarius energy, the strong Pisces energy, and the strong Aries energy that's growing, You could have a sense of, I'm moving forward, I'm moving into perhaps a new part of my life, a new horizon is calling to me, a new dream, a new vision, something is opening up, but it could also feel like you're running on a cloud. Because of that strong Pisces energy that it can feel like things are just shifting around. You can't quite grasp it, like sand is moving through the hand or trying to hold on to a cloud. It can just feel like you have the ideas, you can feel the energy, but where's it going to land? How is it going to come together? So the Aquarius energy is opening us up to more of what is possible, where we can go, what we can create, the energies of other people, whether those are other community members and allies, other friendships. We have Venus here In Aquarius, and Venus in Aquarius is very social. She'll talk to everybody. She loves discovering how people are unique and different. She wants to know more stories, know more about who you are, what you're interested in. Venus in Aquarius is showing us more of the people that we didn't think we could connect with or have a good conversation with. Venus expands us in that way, broadens us, and opens us up to even more more of the people and potentials that we wouldn't come across typically. So she expands us in that way. Now, Venus is going to be making an exact conjunction to Saturn on March 28th. And this happens at 21 degrees of Aquarius. Venus conjunct Saturn. And I wanted to call this out because I've seen this manifest in many ways, and it's really quite interesting because Venus is about what we want, what we need, what we're ready to receive. She tends to be a more receptive energy, but here in Aquarius, she's very inquisitive, very curious. She's kind of open to whatever. And as she makes a conjunction to Saturn, Saturn brings in a reality check. Saturn brings in something that wants to either reward you or show you where more work is required. And Saturn is very clear like that. So, for example, I feel like Venus conjunct Saturn. Can show up as something finally manifests that you were working on. Saturn rewards what you were working on. And with Venus, that can be friendships, love, money something you value, something you want. So for example, it could be that you're approved for a loan because you put in the work to qualify for the loan, you did what you needed for your credit score or whatever the bank required, and then you're approved. And that can be one way that Venus conjunct Saturn manifests is that you put in the work, you were responsible, committed, mature, you did what was required, and Saturn gives you that stamp of approval. The other way this can manifest is that Saturn shows you what you need to do next, where something isn't working, where it's falling behind, where it's not on par or in alignment. So I feel like this energy is important because we've had a lot of big changes in our world and there's things that we've been working on and wanting to manifest and create And I feel like if you've really been on it, if you've really been applying the effort, you've been consistent, you've been showing up, keep in mind Aquarius is a fixed sign. It wants stability and consistency. It looks for what's reliable. It looks for what can go the distance. So there could be something here that shows up, Venus conjunct Saturn, that can go the distance if you are ready for it, if you're saying yes, if you're willing to take on what's required, or there could be things that you don't quite have in place, and this conjunction to Saturn is going to show you what that is. So it's important to note this because there's so many different ways things can manifest, and I feel like this is one of the bigger energies of the week. Because anytime a planet is conjunct Saturn, it affects our real world. It affects what we're experiencing. And in Aquarius, it affects our perceptions of where we're placing our mental energy, of where we're understanding the power of what we're creating. This conjunction could also show you where you want to say no, where you're not ready, where something isn't quite in alignment or isn't truly what you want. So keep that in mind that there could be some choice points here with this Venus conjunct Saturn, and it will continue into April as we're going to have Mars conjunct Saturn on April 4th. So I'll talk about that next week. But this week, that's one of the big energies here, is Venus conjunct Saturn at 21 degrees On March 28th, you're going to have something that could be very clear for you, that could be a reward, that could be something that shows up and comes through, that actually manifests or shows you next steps, or there could be something here where you have a hard pass, you're not wanting to move it forward, or it simply isn't the right time for you. And that's another key word here with Saturn, is that it is about timing. So the Aquarius energy is quite strong, even though we're in Aries season, both Aries and Aquarius are masculine energies, and they are about movement, adventure, things opening up, doing something different, doing something in a new way, and perhaps you're feeling that or sensing that, and this would be a really good timeline to make the most of that To really trust if there's something that you want to do, that this is a good period of time to put it in place, especially if it's personal for you, if it really pertains to that Aries energy of self, as well as the Aquarius energies of groups, the collective, humanity, what you can do with others, how you share your energy with others. All of that is strongly supported right now. So then, of course, the other energy that continues to dominate is Pisces, and we have Mercury in Pisces at this time, making an exact conjunction to Neptune in Pisces at 23 degrees on March 23rd, and then Mercury in Pisces makes a sextile to Pluto in Capricorn at 28 degrees on March 26th. Now, Mercury in Pisces is notably a weaker, confused energy. This is where communication is misunderstood. The right words can't be found, or you don't know how to exactly say what you're thinking. This is actually more of a feeling energy. It's intuitive. It's very receptive. It could even feel like you just want to be alone in your own brain. You want to be left alone. There's almost a feeling of if there's overwhelm, You just need to pull back. You can go into that hermit mode or introvert mode. You could have a sense of, I just need time to think this through or to process this because I don't know what I'm feeling or I don't know the right words to say. So this Mercury in Pisces is actually looking for a break, a mental break, downtime. It wants to escape into more creative realms, whether that is music, art, meditation, something that lifts you up and removes you from the responsibilities or the heaviness in your mind, offers you some type of mental vacation, and when you think about how much we use our minds every day to take care of life, to move through our days, even just scrolling through your phone, our minds are always on. But you could have a sense here that you just need to turn off your brain as simple as you need a nap, you need to do some guided meditation or something therapeutic, something that allows you to switch from maybe the left brain to the right brain, something that allows you to float off and just be in other places so that you don't have to tackle or take on too much that's going on mentally. I mean, this is when people disappear, or it seems like, where'd they go? What just happened? And don't take it personally. Don't think that it's something you necessarily did or said or didn't say or didn't do. This is an energetic experience that's really big right now, especially when Mercury was conjunct Jupiter and then conjunct Neptune, where everyone just kind of needs a break. It's sort of like everyone just ghosts everyone, collective ghosting, and then Mercury is going to enter Aries on March 27th. And this is where there can be a new ray of light, a new understanding, a new idea Clarity comes through, cuts through the fog. Maybe there's something that then lights you up. Uh, The Aries energy moves fast, and all of a sudden you could understand something, understand what you're thinking, what you want, what you need to say. Finally having words, and maybe even those words are a little bit too abrupt because Mercury and Aries can be very direct, even too direct. So this is where there could be a significant shift from off to on and then things come through perhaps really fast because that Aries energy is about movement, motivation, and there's a quickness to it. So if you feel like there's been this lull, this emptiness, this void, trust that, understand that's just part of the energy right now. If people are not connecting not responding, not showing up. It's sort of like there's something about that that's just perfect right now. And it gives us the downtime because as Mercury goes into Aries, again, there can be a faster pace and there's more energy. It's like there's this re-energized approach that gains strength. Now, before Mercury enters Aries, it makes a sextile to that Pluto in Capricorn at 28 degrees on March 26, like I mentioned, and this can bring in understanding. This can bring in, oh, that's what I've been feeling, sensing, processing. That brings in more because Pluto has depth. Pluto really wants you to get to the heart of something, and there could be something that lands or comes through that you're meant to understand or meant to see, Pluto connects you with a truth, something deeper that's been hidden that comes up and shows you perhaps more of what you've been processing or moving through. So as always, just trust what's happening for you because these Pisces energies are very strong. And as we know, they're continuing into April. The Jupiter-Neptune conjunction in Pisces occurs during Aries season. And so that's a very interesting combo here, which is why you can feel like you're running on a cloud where you want to get something going, you want to get it started, you have this desire, but then this really strong Pisces energy is about not knowing, not having the details, not having clarity, more questions than answers, where where. Where is this going to work? How is this going to work? How does this come together? What do I do next? And so that's part of what we're experiencing here is that we can feel an energy rising, but that Pisces influence is going to continue to be so strong that all we can do is take it one day at a time. Maybe it's even one hour at a time. Maybe there's something where you feel a slowdown. You're feeling like you can't gain traction. That's intentional. That's the universe speaking to you and asking you to really go deeper into these Pisces areas in yourself and the Pisces areas in your chart. This is a once-in-a-lifetime conjunction. It's that big. It's that significant. And Pisces being the end of the zodiac, this is a grand clearing of A giant surrender, a huge release. These are energies moving through us that are much bigger than this lifetime. That are about your bigger spiritual lessons. And that's what's coming through here very strongly is that we have some big spiritual lessons that we're moving through that are actually meant to benefit us especially with Jupiter and Pisces there, which wants us to grow, which wants us to feel supported in this energy field. But there's something about Pisces that we have to surrender. We have to give it up. We can't hold on and we have to trust the unknowns. But again, that's not how we're designed. That's not how our human brains are designed. We want to know solutions, details, a plan, a path, an answer. Tell me, tell me, tell me. And the universe is saying, that's for me to know and for you to find out. And all you have to do is keep showing up and just allow whatever needs to go to go. And there's going to be big changes here, big transitions in what we are releasing. We're we're putting down anything that we don't need going forward. And this will look different to each of us, but there's a grand surrender here. And there's even this energy of the universe taking something away, taking away what you don't need for the next phase or the new chapter, taking away what you're done with, taking away something in your energy that maybe has been slowing you down or it's felt too heavy. There's a cleanse here, a purge, a release, and it can feel very overwhelming. How I'm feeling this energy is that it's much stronger than our minds. It's much stronger than our ego or what we want. It's much stronger than our own willpower. And when you think about how Pisces is the ocean, Anything that is too heavy would only sink you to the bottom of the ocean. So if there's things here that you're holding on to that the universe is saying, you don't even need that going forward. You thought you did. You wanted it. You've developed it. You're holding on to it. But this is now a new opening. You're opening up to more that you didn't see was possible But it requires you to let go of something. And that is going to be different, as I said, for each of us. But that's part of the Pisces energy spectrum is that we are surrendering and releasing. There is an unraveling and unwinding. And this could be a very big thing for many people, meaning there could be some areas that have significant loss, significant energies coming undone and unraveling some parts of your world that you're not even resonating with anymore. And it could surprise you. It could be something that you never thought was possible, that you would let go of this or be done with that. Uh, these could be physical objects, things in your tangible, practical life. This could also be a big overhaul of your lifestyle. There could be things that you realize, this doesn't matter to me anymore. It mattered to me for 10 years. It mattered to me my whole life. But now there's a bigger shift here. And I feel like this energy is helping us spiral up, spiral up to a higher perspective of what truly has meaning in your life. What is really true for you? What is something... That's connected to your ultimate values, your ultimate dreams, your ultimate ideals. And are you allowing room and space in your life for that to manifest or come through? Or are there things that you're not ready to release. Uh, It's like it's really close to your chest. It's very personal. So there's so many ways this dynamic is going to show up, but I feel like what this energy is revealing is that it is time to let things go in a significant way that are holding us back, but even holding us back in ways that we don't see. Almost like in hindsight, you'll see something about April that shifted and changed that you didn't have that same perspective on beforehand. So apply that to any other time in your life where you look back in hindsight and you're understanding, oh, that's why that had to change. That's why I had to let that go. That's why I had to leave that job or be done with that friendship or be done with that connection or be done with that location. So there are completions here that we're each moving through, and what we're meant to understand is that even though you don't know the how, the how, the specifics, the details, the universe has unlimited hows, unlimited potentials, unlimited solutions and miracles and ways that things can happen, but if we're resisting it, if we're pushing it away, if we are too rigid or Or if we're in fear and we're not trusting, then we shut down all of those openings and potentials. So I feel like what we're really stepping into is this giant masterclass of spiritual growth, huge trust, and it's going to trigger us at a primal level. It can trigger your sense of safety and security. It can trigger a sense of not knowing what to do. But this is where we then strengthen our connection to spirit, God, source, the universe. More specifically, you strengthen your connection to your God self, who's got you covered, who has this taken care of. Your God self is leading you forward, is wanting you to embark upon something next, something different or something new that has a whole different energy to it. And it feels like this is An energetic paradigm shift where, yes, things are being tossed around and thrown out, and maybe it can feel very topsy-turvy, but this is where we apply the spiritual mastery and the trust. It's also where you go to your affirmations, your mantras, what you need that energetically supports you, that really infuses that ability to trust, where I don't know how this is going to come together. I don't know how this is going to work. I don't know what's going to happen over here. I don't know what's going to happen in this part of my life, but I know it's going to be amazing, better than I could put together myself. It can be something that you're energetically infusing with miracles, with beautiful intentions. It can be something that you are energetically infusing with love Compassion, acceptance, and also something where you're calling in your soul's vibration to travel with you so that you're not alone, or you're not alone in your humanness, I should say. You're not alone in your own mind or over processing, overthinking, even kind of stirring yourself up. There can be a calmness here, a calming of the energy where you remember that. You're here to experience some very big energies in this lifetime. There's a lot about this lifetime that's rare, powerful, significant, different, and that's exciting. That's where there's new potentials, new opportunities, new things being shown to you that you wouldn't have connected with in a previous lifetime. So I feel like what we're really embarking upon here is a very big transition. That doesn't mean it's easy every day. That doesn't mean it's something that we like every day, because these are big energies that can feel overpowering at times. Sort of like, what's the point? What am I doing? Is this even working? The lower vibrations of Pisces can be very discouraged very depressed. It can feel like, what's the point? This is all futile. I don't see anything happening. You can go into blame, self-pity. The victim energies can show up. And essentially, it's about a powerlessness, feeling powerless. But when you take that energy and you transmute it, and I'm seeing it as the beautiful purple flame, the violet flame of transmutation, on the crown chakra. If you take anything from the lower six chakras and you just toss it up into your crown chakra and visualize transmuting it with the violet flame of transmutation, it's going to help your energy field be clearer and stronger, and it's going to connect you to a higher Truth, a higher spiritual opportunity or growth. I mean, I do feel this energy blossoming and growing. I feel a lot of people's crown chakras expanding, just getting bigger because you're more connected than ever before. To your spiritual mastery, your soul's energy, as well as your higher self. And that's how I actually see Neptune in Pisces. Is it your higher self traveling with you in this lifetime, reminding you that you're more than just this human body? And reminding you that you have more tools, more energy connections available and at your disposal when you choose to go there, when you choose to work with that energy field. So we have a lot here around continuing to trust and to move forward even when we don't get it. We're just like, I don't get it. I don't see where this is going. I don't understand what's the solution. I don't even know, I'm just going to collapse onto the bed and go to sleep, wake me when it's over, and that can be a form of escapism, of course. So know that even though we're in Aries season, the Pisces energies are strong, and this is where we're managing some very interesting dynamics here, both within ourselves individually as well as in the collective at large. Now, I posted a video for you on YouTube about the significance of the first about 10 days of Aries season. So, from March 20th until about March 29th, the sun journeys through the first deacon of Aries, so that's from zero to nine degrees, and this is significant territory, Because the sun in Aries, especially in the first deacon, opens up new energies. It's rebirth, energies emerging, new energies coming together to begin something, to create, to make something happen. And as the sun moves across this part of your chart, it's opening you up to more of what you're ready to experience next that's connected to The truth of who you are, what you're in alignment with, what calls to you, what you desire, what you want. This is very subjective energy and it can feel self involved. It can feel like this is what I want and I'm not going to compromise and I can't let it go for anybody else. So as the sun moves through Aries, it opens up these energy points. And that's important to note because in May, May 10th, Jupiter enters Aries for the first time since 2011, and it comes in and covers the same territory in your chart from zero to nine degrees. So whatever you're working on, exploring, opening up to, even just energetically from March 20th until March 29th, Jupiter in Aries comes through and expands it. Grows it, develops it, brings in more support, opportunities, and resources as this Jupiter and Aries will travel from zero degrees of Aries to nearly nine degrees until the end of July. So it's a very interesting cycle. There's more importance and more intention needed during this week of Aries season because Jupiter comes through and basically gives you more to work with. So if, for example, you're starting a project or you have something that's been bubbling up, an idea, and you're starting to put it together and work with it and explore it, how would this work? What would this be like? Is this really what I want? There could be energy here that is really motivating you this week. Then maybe it gets put on pause. There's other things you have to take care of, other things that call for your energy and attention. Well, in May, the middle of May, the energy comes back and you return to that idea or that possibility. And Jupiter says, hey, I'm giving you this. Hey, this could help with your next steps. Jupiter comes through, brings in that higher energy to help it move forward. So you could be very intentional this week with what you're beginning, creating, trusting. Aries is also about a gut level instinct that you can't quite explain because Aries is that first impulsive feeling. It's like all of a sudden you're just feeling something. Or like, have you ever met somebody and right away you just love them? You're like, I love this person, even though I don't even know them. Or conversely, you're like, oh, I do not like that individual. No, thank you. Keep me away from them. So you can have that gut level feeling with Aries. And that's part of what you're meant to trust. Trusting in the moment, trusting in the present moment, trusting right now. And that connects you to your truth. So whatever is being brought to your attention this week is important and It can show you something new that can get off the ground, even if it doesn't really get going until May. So just to give you a timeline, there could be something, again, it gets started, it gets going, then you get distracted, you move in another direction, but then it comes back around May, June, July, and it has more energy, more growth, and more potential. So this is one of the cool ways that we can work with astrology and understand the cycles. Now we are building up to an Aries new moon that's happening late on March 31st and April 1st. I'll talk about that even more next Wednesday, but I want to touch on it now because the other significant cycle here is that the sun in Aries is traveling behind Chiron in Aries. Chiron is the wounded healer. And Chiron shows us what needs to be healed. So I'm going to use the example, especially with Chiron in Aries, which relates to the body, of a physical injury. And the first time that Chiron in Aries goes across a degree point, there can be an injury of some kind, something that's vulnerable, insecure, it hurts, it hurts in some level of your being, and it's painful. So let's say there is some kind of physical injury that requires you to stop and take care of yourself. It hurts. It requires downtime. You got to sit on the couch. You've got to take care of yourself. You have to allow the healing to occur. Chiron brings your attention to whatever that might be. Then, as Chiron goes back and forth over a degree point, it supports the ongoing healing. It supports the healing process. It shows us that healing takes time, that not everything happens right away. Aries energy wants it to be a quick fix. Am I done with this yet? Is it healed yet? Chiron says, Not just yet. There's a little bit more here. There's another part that needs time. Maybe there's a muscle injury or something that you've got to go slow with. You know, it's very tender. That is where Chiron in Aries is asking you to trust a healing process. When Chiron finally moves away from a degree point and doesn't return, that's when the healing has completed. So, with Chiron right now being at 11 degrees and nearly 12 degrees of Aries, a healing process is still underway that started last June, July, and will continue until the end of 2022, as Chiron will go back to 11 degrees in December. So there is a healing underway, especially if you have planets or points around 11 or 12 degrees. Of Aries, of fire signs, or of cardinal signs. So that is important to note because there's something that you're still moving through this year that is showing you more about who you really are under the surface, more of what is important for you to know and understand about yourself. And that energy is going to be prominent in the Aries new moon because the sun, the moon, and Mercury will be conjunct this Chiron. It's going to highlight Where you are ready to begin something new because of the healing you've done or you've been through. And this is meant to be supportive energies. Again, gathering it back into yourself, especially at a root or base level. And it can show you how you're different what you've shifted, how your frequency has changed, how the healing work has changed you. And going back to this example of the physical body, it's like you can feel different in your body after a Chiron healing experience. You could feel that your body moves differently, or it has different strengths, or even a different tenderness that wasn't there before. And that Chiron energy tends to soften, soften the rough edges, soften whatever was hard or tough, soften us to ourselves, to be more compassionate to ourselves, more allowing, more accepting of all of who we are, and also to own and love our vulnerabilities, maybe things that the ego didn't want to acknowledge or recognize, especially in Aries. Chiron in Aries is showing you it's okay to put down the shield. It's okay to drop the sword. You don't have to be in warrior mode all the time. Uh, Sometimes that Aries energy doesn't want to stop. It wants to go, go, go. Chiron in Aries requires that pause, requires that slowdown so that you can be more intentional and more self aware. So I feel like those are going to be very strong energy themes here with the Aries new moon on March 31st and April 1st because it's happening at 11, nearly 12 degrees of Aries conjunct Chiron and working with Mercury. So Mercury will be in Aries, and this is where you can rewrite a story, reprogram something, rewrite a narrative or a script, but it's going to require to do so intentionally since that Mercury in Aries is very fast moving and can also activate unconscious programming where this is how I've always thought of it, this is how I've always done it, but there is a slowdown because of the Chiron influence. So keep that in mind as we build up to the Aries new moon, where there is a new beginning here. There's something you're meant to do differently. You're meant to see it in a new way. You're meant to honor how you've shifted, changed, and healed. And so how do you integrate that? How do you really bring that in, accept that, and love that, especially the new parts of yourself that maybe you're meeting for the first time, the new parts of yourself that are being birthed, and the new parts of your energy that are going to continue and grow over this next cycle. So we have the new starts coming in, but they're trickling in. They're not coming in in a very fast and furious manner, which could be the Aries energy at times. But it feels like this is also very intentional by the universe's perspective. Meaning even though there's things that you're ready to move towards and get off the ground and you just have this, maybe it's even a pulsing energy of, I want this, let's go, let's do this. Again, there's a muted effect right now. There's a softer energy here at play. And for all the ways that you can take care of things, get it going, move something ahead, I feel like We have to move through this Pisces portal in April and then the new starts really happen. So if you can manage your expectations, manage your energy, trust that, trust that we have to go through this big Pisces portal first that's going to clear out a lot as well as open up a lot, then the new starts are really going to happen. So it's interesting because also in April we start eclipse season and we have a really beautiful eclipse the end of April. So know that whatever you're feeling anticipatory around, you could feel like you're preparing for something, but you don't know what. Expect the best, plan for miracles, open up your energy field. And I know I talked about this a few weeks ago, where if you're really fixated on one thing Open up the energy, similar to a lotus flower blossoming, where it's not just one petal that opens up. You want all the petals to open, 360 degrees of blossoming and blooming, and this then allows for more energy to support you. It allows you to be in the flow and to trust these unknowns but also to willingly partner with spirit, with source, with God, also with your own soul's energy and your higher self. So perhaps another way to look at this dynamic between the Aries and Pisces energy is that we're opening up to new areas of spiritual mastery, soul growth, bigger potentials, bigger things that we can't see, we can't understand just yet, we don't know the how, we don't understand all the components, what's going to come together, how it's going to show up. But if we can really focus on the energies of miracles, of trust, of believing that whatever transpires, however it transpires, is for your best and highest good, that can calm down the nervous system, that can relax you a bit, that can help you trust into the flows, and also help you not sink to the bottom of the ocean, because there's something here where we're managing our minds, we're managing our desires and our willpower, we're managing what the ego wants or what the expectations are. The more you can manage your expectations and open them up, not be locked in, not expect one thing or not make assumptions, the more the energy can move through us and we're not as attached. And Pisces is about detachment, the energy of not holding on and allowing some more of the magic to come in to support us with things that we can't see just yet. So we are in big energies and we're going to enter April with some big energies as well. I now have the April Soul Growth Astrology Program ready for you. It has five webinars including all of the transiting energies for the month of April, plus a look at the Aries new moon, Libra full moon, and the month ending with the Taurus solar eclipse, and then also a more intentional look at the personal planets. So a lot of information in this program. You can get it for 11 bucks with coupon code ARIES, and the link is below this podcast right there in the description if you want to go check it out. And because eclipse season begins in about a month, this is just a reminder for those of you in the 2022 Soul Growth Astrology Program to log in and perhaps review any of the specifics around the eclipses of this year. There's a whole webinar discussing the four different types of eclipses as well as what's happening this year and what it means for you especially if an eclipse is working with one of your personal planets or a big point in your chart. So please check that out as well. And if you would like to join that program, I'll put the link below the podcast. And if you use coupon code READY, you can get the full program for 28 bucks. So I really want to make these things affordable for you and to help you understand your own energy, your own astrology chart, and what's coming up for you this year. Because of course, the more we have a heads up around the themes and the energies, the more we can be in our power, we can be in our choices, and we can understand more of what we're moving through during this time period. So as always, thank you so much for joining me today. I appreciate your time, energy, and presence as we ride these big waves. I will be back every Monday and Wednesday for another podcast episode, as well as a new video for you every Friday on YouTube. So please check out my YouTube channel for even more specifics on your own astrology. You can find out more about me over at mollymccord.online. Wishing you a beautiful journey through this final week of March and as we embark upon the lunar energies of the Aries new moon starting the beginning of April. I'll see you back here really soon. Thank you so much for joining me and I hope you have a beautiful day ahead.